0: What up, what up? Happy holidays. You might tell me that he grows old gracefully, eyes always in the right place, just about how you play and the consistency. Is that film study experience? Where have you been able to do that with the consistency that you've done this year? Um, yeah, it's definitely film study, it's definitely um, just. Trying to be consistent, I think that's the biggest thing. Is just trying to be consistent. Trying to do, uh, always constantly find ways to be better. Um, there's still things I can work on, and there's still things that I can get better. And I think having that mindset uh, puts you in a position of constantly trying to grow or elevate your game. But you know, to have somebody like that um, uh, have that respect for your game, it's it's definitely great. Cause I've watched him for a long time. I admired how he coaches. Admired how he. Um, you know, the messages and how he cares about his, his guys. And so it's uh, it's mutual respect, for sure. But what's, how important is the way you guys have cleaned up the explosives these past two weeks? How important has that been to your defense? I think it's been big because, you know, it's, it's taken you know, points off the board. It's, it's um, you know, allowed us to um, get off the field in some cases. But, you know, ha- taking away those explosive in key moments has definitely um, allowed us to, activate the pass rush a little bit and and um you know get after the offense in different ways did, did the way that that 49ers game went kind of just lay it out bare in that regard like these 10 plays killed us like to kind of bring you guys back to making sure you clean that area up yeah it was not just that game it was you know you can there's a couple games that you can pinpoint and, and look at that like if you take a couple of these um, explosive plays away, it changes the whole trajectory of how the game goes. And so, um, you know, I don't know the statistics on it, but you know, when a team gives up an explosive, it doesn't really sway in your favor. So um, I think it's just being mindful of it, whether it's in the run game or the pass game, trying to eliminate those and, and not let them happen. What are your first thought about, excuse me, about Devin Bush, uh, the opportunity that he's getting at this point in the year and going up against his old team, what do you think his mindset? Is? Um, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, when you play your own team, um, you definitely want to play well. uh, But then you also don't want to let it overshadow uh, the preparation, um, make you lose focus on the little things. Um, So it's a balance. You got to balance the emotions of, um, you know, playing your former team, but also um, locking in and knowing, you know, what you have to do and what you have to get done. And I feel like he he'll be good week the sealers did score on a couple of huge explosive plays but you've got Najee Harris that's in there so how, how do you allocate enough resources to stop both those explosives and the run um, I think on some of those plays the you know he just got behind the corner or things like that so I think that's the, the first thing is not letting um, the guy get behind you but I think two just understanding like they have a good run game um, they're gonna mix it up really well and, you know, kind of doing your job. Every play, uh, player has a job to do, and I think it's just really that simple. Um, I don't think we have to load the box or do anything different. It's just more so making sure you execute your assignment in that moment. Following up on mine, too, I mean, with Devin Bush, he hasn't gotten a whole lot of playing time yet this year, but what do you think he – what have you noticed about the, the skills he brings and kind of the, the role that he has? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really got a lot of opportunities, but, you know, you saw what he can do um, both on defense and special teams in the preseason. Um, obviously, you see that practice um, his, his ability to kind of be able to fill in, um, you know, when Jordan went out, um, shows you the preparation that he does regardless of whether or not he's getting an opportunity or not. And so I think that's always uh, the biggest thing. But, you know, he's going to hit, he's going to come down here and make plays, and he, he's really, he moves really well in the passing game. So um, I think that's what we expect to have from him. Pete described the run defense lately as kind of rope-a-dope. Um, rope-a-dope. I guess, would you agree with that, and why do you feel like the numbers have been what they were with teams being able to average five yards a carry and and over 100 yards a game? I guess I would have to ask Pete what his definition of rope-a-dope means. Like, what was? What would you take that at? Like Muhammad Ali and the, the George Foreman kind of thing. On the ropes about to get knocked out. Yeah. Not quite knocked out. I think so everybody just throws out Muhammad Ali quotes, huh? <laughs> that's a, that's what we're doing. Um, no, nah, I think it's just, um, you know, it's an area that obviously we start off well, then haven't been as clean. I think it's kind of the same thing with the explosive plays. You know, it's always, it's either one or two guys or it's just one thing. I think all we got to do is just, um, you know, do your job. And sometimes it's maybe just too, trying too hard to try to, you know, make a play or anything like that. So if... We just kind of go back to the basics. I think it go back to how it was. Um, I don't think it's anything um, crazy that they're doing or crazy that teams are doing. I think a lot of the things that are happening against us is us causing those things. And so um, I think if we just take that out of the game, I feel like it, it'll be fixed. Is anything that you're doing differently schematically to try to stop the explosive plays in the passing game, is that maybe negatively impacting the run defense, like you're committing more resources to one and it's hurting the other? Um, I don't think so, per se, because I think um, regardless of the situation, I think you should be able to stop the run. I think it's not like we're removing people or, you know, um, like you said, like taking resources away. I think it's just little things that we need to clean up, whether it's fits, whether it's um, playing off one another, that I feel is all in our control. It's not really something that they're doing schematically or something that we've changed. It's just we need to be more disciplined and, um, you know, executing when the runs happen. How impressive is what Julian Love was able to do last week, being being away all week, and then flying out there and playing the whole game? Man, extremely impressive because it's it's not just um, it's not just missing practice and and um, trying to learn the defense and learn it. It's you know dealing with real life situation and then not being able to travel with the team and then I'm pretty sure he wasn't getting that much sleep. Um, so there's a lot of elements, but you know he's a true professional and you know I think he's a person that would be able to do something like that because of how he prepare. So, um, you know, are you surprised when it happens? You're not, but it still doesn't take away from how impressive it was for him to um, balance what was going on in real life and then come back and, and still have impact plays in a game in which he didn't practice all week. So um, definitely was impressive. As, as someone who plays every snap, you know, every game, you have maybe I don't know, appreciation or just like how guys like Mike Jack or like Julian Love have handled being a starter in in and out rotating in this package and that package. You know what I mean? For sure, because it's it's tough. I mean, obviously, I think anybody wants to play every snap, and um, you know, when you're coming in and coming out, it's very hard uh, for you to get into a rhythm, and so um, it takes a little bit more energy mentally to make sure you're locked in and, and study and not knowing when your your number is going to be called. So. You know, you have an appreciation for those guys that because, um, again, like they could handle it a different way. They can be upset. They can be not focused. They can be, you know, take it the wrong way. But those guys been true professionals, and, you know, whenever they get their opportunity, um, nothing, there's no fall off. There's, there's just the same level of communication, the same level of execution and playmaking. So um, definitely from our end, we appreciate it. Um, like I said, he's been a true professional. Like, I think if you watch the way he prepared last week, um, it shows his ability to lock in and not let the circumstances around him or the, the things that he's facing change the way that he prepares and how he plays. And so when he's out there, he has a, a standard, and he upholds that standard. What did, what did Gino kind of show everybody, I guess, the last couple of weeks with how we got of being hurt and, been, you know, kind of, I guess, the way he supported Drew through all that and then coming back last week? And- um just how great of a teammate he is i think that's that's the biggest thing um too you know it's it's hard you know when you want to go out there and you want to um, perform but you can't um, physically um you know a lot of guys might go and, and you know be alone or be to themselves but you know he wanted to still be a part and still help and still um, communicate with drew and i think that's just speaks volumes of what type of leader he is and and uh, you know what he means to our team and then when he mm-hmm. You know, it's healthy enough to get back out there. He goes back out there and, you know, leads us to another win. So uh, we have so much respect and so much love for the way he handled the last few weeks because we know it's hard. Um, any player, when you get hurt, nobody likes to be hurt. So, um, you know, it's a lot of respect for him. When you were um, doing stuff away from the field this year or the shopping spree, the stuff at kids' schools and everything, could you did you feel like you were missed? Like, did you feel like the people had an appreciation for you that if you came back and were for you? That's a good question. Um, I would have to say yes, because everywhere I went, I got the, I'm so glad you're back type of comment multiple times wherever we went. So, um, you know, I I always felt like I had a really deep connection to the city. Obviously I grew up, in my opinion, I matured out here because, um, you know, all my twenties, you know, I feel like I did a lot of growing and a lot of um, growing as a man out here and the city embraced me in a way that, you know, I couldn't have anticipated when you know I came here at 21 or 22. So um, definitely felt um, the energy. Um, even when I came back and I hadn't even been out in the city, I definitely felt the energy for now. Is any of those uh, events or things that you did this year, any one of them stand out or any interaction with any fans or kids or anything? Um, I think anytime I go to the schools to talk about the, the comic book, um, I think that's always dope. I think the last thing um, when we went to Target and took the kids shopping, Just the little interactions of just, you know, you kind of realize like their world is so different than your world. There's no care. There's just want to have fun and be free. So it kind of reminds you of what um, kind of the meaning of life is because sometimes we get caught up in stressing and all about stuff that, you know, at the end of the day, doesn't necessarily matter. Anything else? Cool. Appreciate it.